It's one of our most cherished celebrations in the United States. Regardless of whether you commemorate this fantastic feast or not, it's a time to reflect and be thankful for our family and friends and share a meal as well as some amazing moments together. You're going to gobble up today's show. Pun intended. Join me as we talk turkey and traditions on the Thanksgiving episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Everybody and welcome, welcome. This is our Thanksgiving episode. So before we even begin, I want to say I'm thankful, or a synonym we use, I am grateful for each and every one of you who listen to this podcast, those of you who support me on Patreon, and you're my weekly and monthly students in class with me. I want to take a moment just to say Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you from the bottom of my heart. I'm a lucky guy. I have the best students, the best listeners in the whole wide world, and I mean that. I'm being totally sincere when I say that. So thank you, thank you. I am grateful for each and every one of you. And you know what? Sometimes we think about that. You know, we, we think about what we're grateful for or thankful for on Thanksgiving. And it's good. It's a time to reflect on that. But some say, and I agree, I wholly agree, as we say, that we should be thankful and grateful every day. And not just for our house and our belongings or our possessions, but be thankful for the people that we come across in our lives, the different people that cross our paths, the people, like I just said, that we are thankful for, such as you, my amigos. So let's begin with the intro, where we always do, and let's learn some vocabulary from our introduction. I said it's one of our most cherished celebrations. Something we cherish is something we love, something we hold in high esteem. It reminds me of a Madonna song. Cherish the love of Evelyn here in my heart. I challenge you guys. In fact, I challenge each and every one of you to find a podcast where I don't sing. One episode. There's your challenge. I pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure I sing in every episode. Well, hey, if it helps you remember the vocabulary, job done. So it is a very cherished celebration in the United States. The only thing I can think of that's bigger than Thanksgiving would be maybe Christmas. But Thanksgiving is a close second. It's when we start our holiday season. In the United States, you don't put up Christmas decorations until after Thanksgiving. You can put it up the day after but not the day before. It's a taboo, a faux pas, as we say. 
The reason I say that is because a lot of times in Spain, I see people with Christmas decorations in early November. And the rule, the unwritten rule, or maybe it is written somewhere, you cannot start decorating for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. So we could say that it's the official kickoff of the holiday season, which for me, it's great. It reminds me of when my birthday is. My birthday is around this time too. And then before you know it, Christmas is right around the corner. Then I said, regardless of whether you commemorate, I wanted to use a different word instead of celebrate, just to give you some variety. And regardless of whether is independientemente si, right? Uh, you commemorate or you celebrate this fantastic feast. There I go with my double alliteration again. There's another challenge. I challenge you to find an episode where I don't use double alliteration. So a fantastic feast. It's a word that I think is very similar in Spanish. Festin, I think you say. Then I said it's time to reflect We just talked about that. It's not the only day of the year we should reflect. We should always reflect and think about what we have to be thankful for. And that brings us to what I mentioned next, our family and our friends. Now, notice, I didn't say our family. A lot of times in the United States, we say our, like como A-R-E, our family and our friends, and share a meal. Compartir is obviously to share. And a meal is una comida. And we're not just sharing a meal. No, 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 no. We're also sharing some amazing moments together. We are making memories. Haciendo recuerdos. And I think that's one of the greatest things of any holiday. Spending time with your family and friends and your loved ones, your seres queridos. Then I said, you're going to gobble up today's show. Pun intended. To gobble up. Did you guys get my pun? Did you get my play on words? A pun is un juego de palabras. A play on words or a pun. Well, if you didn't get it, I'll explain it. Gobble is engullir. Comer de prisa. No? Devorar. And I hope you do gobble up today's episode. But also, gobble, gobble, gobble. Does that sound familiar? That sound effect we heard before. Yeah, well, that's the sound a turkey makes. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, I, it says here on word reference, graznar, o en España, gluglutear. Oh, there's an easy one. <laughs> We say in English, gobble. And it's onomatopoeic, because if you think about it, gobble, 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 as we heard it earlier. And, uh, well, then I wrapped it up saying, join me as we talk turkey. Have you heard this expression? No, I'm not saying to speak Turkish, the language, turco. I'm saying to talk Turkey. And to talk Turkey means to speak very clearly, to not mince your words. Let's look it up. To talk Turkey. I think it's hablar eh, eh, alto y claro, o simple y llanamente, it says. So to speak frankly and practically. Let's talk Turkey. Somebody saying, let's talk about what's important. Let's have a practical conversation. And I don't want to have a very serious conversation, but I wanted to teach you that expression, let's talk turkey. And of course, we're going to talk about traditions. It's so much more than just turkey. Y no hablo del país, otra vez. Turquía is turkey. The nationality is Turkish. And well, the food is obviously spelled the same as the country, turkey, pavo. 
you say pavo. I just pronounced that very giddy, pavo. And hablando de pavos, when you say dinero, 20 pavos, we don't say 20 turkeys. We say 20 bucks, que es eh, piel de ciervo. Bueno, es ciervo, pero porque intercambiábamos. We used to trade those instead of what you guys traded. And what did you trade? Turkeys. That's why you say pavos and we say bucks. Ah, see, I love learning too. So I hope you gobble up today's show. And, well, speaking of that gobble, I've got to confess, uh, it's half true. Turkeys, uh, they, they gobble. They go gobble, gobble, gobble. But only male turkeys, uh, female turkeys do not make that sound. They cackle. That's the sound they make. They cackle. And it's interesting because that's the same sound we use when we talk about a witch. <laughs> that is to cackle. Or we can also use the noun to cackle. Uh, excuse me, the verb to cackle or the noun a uh, cackle. Remember, in English, that's great. A lot of words are both nouns and verbs. So there's a good trivia question. Do turkeys say gobble, gobble? And people say, yeah, of course. I mean, we were taught that since preschool, you know, since kindergarten. Uh, no, just half of them. Male turkeys, female turkeys do not. So we can't talk about Thanksgiving or anything without looking back and, you know, seeing where it all began. So let's go. Are you guys ready? Let's rewind. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated in the year 1621. And how long did it last? To last es durar in Spanish. It lasted three days. It was a three-day harvest festival. Now, if you guys have listened to the Halloween episode, you'll see that had its roots as well, its origins in a harvest, cosecha, a harvest festival as well. What does that mean? That means we celebrate food. We love food. We love to pig out. Now, supposedly, there were 50 pilgrims present, pilgrims, peregrinos, and 90 Wapanog Indians. And for three days, they broke bread, rompieron pan. Uh, they broke more than just bread. They ate tons of food. And, uh, well, they said there were only five women present in attendance, también se puede decir. Which, uh, well, that's not good, but... Uh, there are a lot of things that we're going to look at. In fact, later on in the show, we're going to talk about some controversies. Yeah, Thanksgiving, just like many other holidays, is marred in controversy too. In fact, just the idea that uh, the, the fact I just gave you that 1621 was the first Thanksgiving and it was celebrated in Plymouth, well, that's disputed. That itself is disputed. Uh, these people in Virginia, settlers, said that they were celebrating it years before in 1619. So even those beginnings are a bit hazy. Hazy means unclear. Even the place was disputed. In 1962, a senator from Virginia disputed uh, JFK's assertion, JFK is John F. Kennedy, his assertion that Plymouth was the original site of the first Thanksgiving. So we can't even agree on where it is, uh, when it was, or any of the, the, the bare bones. The bare bones is lo esencial. So you know what? 
This is what I say when it gets a little bit hazy or blurry, as I said before. Well, what is Thanksgiving to you? And now that we're on the subject of presidents, we couldn't talk about Thanksgiving without talking about Honest Abe. Did you know that? Abraham Lincoln has a nickname, and it's Honest Abe. And he proclaimed Thanksgiving a bank holiday or a national holiday on October 3rd, 1863. So think about that. 1621 or 1619 was the first one. It depends on who you believe. But either way, it wasn't made an official holiday until 1863. I'm not good at math, but that's a long time later. And supposedly, a woman named Sarah Josepha Hale, uh, well, she wrote, the, the, the woman who wrote the famous kids song, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Good vocabulary in there. Fleece. Uh, I don't even know how to say that in Spanish. Remember, guys, if you want access to all the vocabulary in each episode, you can get that by becoming a patron. If you want more information, you can go over to my page. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And I've got to say, this show would not be possible without my very generous patrons who join me every week and, well, join us for the bonus content. They join us in the PDFs with all the vocabulary and worksheets. And if you're on the higher levels, you can join me for a weekly or a monthly class. So if you want more information, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And while we're at it, I'll take a moment just to thank my super duper students, Roberto, Jose Maria, Carolina, Eva, Mila, Deside, Alex, Patricio, Edgar, Lolis, and my interstellar students, Carmen, Pilar, and Diana. Thank you so much to all my patrons. I'm sorry I can't name you all. Now there are 80 of us. Somos 80. There are 80 of us. And I'll tell you, when we get to 100, we'll do something special. I promise that. And also, if you guys are not sure, maybe you want a sample, you want to know more, contact me. Let me know. I would love to give you a sample or answer any questions you may have. So thanks to my patrons for making this podcast possible. You guys rock. I'm so thankful for you. There you go. See, using thankful or grateful, whichever one you prefer. When there's uh, synonyms, what I usually tell my students is know both or all three of them, recognize all of them, but use one. Use the one that's either appropriate for the situation or the one that's easier for you to remember or to say. But you don't have to use all of them. Just recognize them. So what did this woman have to do with talking him into it? To talk into es convencer que haga algo. Well, she said, listen, Abe, listen, honest Abe, buddy old pal. Uh, I think we should make this a national holiday. But it wasn't easy. Oh, no, no, no. Old Abraham Lincoln, he was not easy to convince. And she wrote letters. Are you ready for this? I think we need a drum roll, please. 
for 17 years. That's right. She wrote letters to Abraham Lincoln for 17 years, pleading, begging. Son dos formas de decir rogar. Pleading, begging him, saying, come on, Abe, we got to make this a, a national holiday. And finally, he gave in to give in this ceder. I think you guys could even figure that out from the context. Remember, context is uh, it's so important, guys. If you're paying attention when someone's speaking, you'll probably get their message. So don't be stuck in your head. There's a little tip. A lot of times we're thinking when we're in a conversation, am I saying it right? And it's kind of even self-correcting. But the only thing that's going to do is take you out of the conversation. So we want to be in the conversation. And how are we in the conversation? By listening, by paying attention, all right? So uh, also we're on the subject of presidents. I'll tell you in the bonus part of today's show, which U.S. president refused to recognize Thanksgiving as a national holiday. He said, not on my watch, que es una expresión que significa no mientras yo esté aquí de jefe. Now I know, I know you guys are starving. Me too. I am hungry. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse, es la expresión en inglés. And uh, so we couldn't talk about Thanksgiving without talking about meals. And we already talked turkey. <laughs> hablamos en serio, uh, hablamos de pavo. Okay, bad joke. I know, I know. But guys, what would an episode be without me singing or my double alliteration or my bad jokes? Well, you want to know a great trivia question? Turkey was not on the menu at the first Thanksgiving. Nope. <laughs> it was not on the menu. It's crazy because we always associate turkey. You know, when we think of chowing down, to chow down is comer, another way of saying eating. Uh, when we think of chowing down at Thanksgiving, well, we think of eating turkey. Sorry, vegetarians. I know there's soy turkey and there are many other options. And we're going to talk about the amazing veggies now when we talk about our menu. So are you guys ready to dig in? Dig in is what we say before we eat. You say dig in a comer. And the word dig is cavar. It's like a funny way of saying vámonos todos a comer. Everybody dig in. So no turkey though. No turkey on the menu. Let's see what was on the menu. Uh, venison, which is deer meat. Remember that's an irregular plural. You've got one deer, two deer. Uh, also duck, which is pato. I think everybody knows that from right, Donald Duck. Uh, goose, which is ganso, otro plural irregular. The plural is geese. Oysters, ostras. Yeah, mm, that sounds good. Uh, lobster, langosta. Hey, these, these people had expensive taste over here. Um, eel, which is anguila, and all kinds of fish and pumpkins. Oh, pumpkins, that's nice, cranberries, uh, and uh, hmm, is anybody getting hungry over here? I am ready to munch. Otra forma de decir comer. Munch, 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 munch. Think about it. It makes sense. Uh, but it's not just, uh, I mean, some of those things we still have. People have duck. People have oysters. But it's kind of up to you. Some traditional things, as you know, turkey, um, yams. Those are things, cranberry sauce. Um, now, also candied yams. Do you know what yams are? I didn't tell you what they were. Yams are sweet potatoes, right? You say batata or boniato. And so you have yams, but then you have candied yams. Look at that recipe. Ya verás, vas a flipar. I made it for my family. And my mother-in-law said, oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like, that's too sweet. I'm not even going to try it. And, well, the kids loved it. So candied yams is sweet potatoes, yams, and then you put a layer, una capa, of uh, marshmallows, the nubes, and then you put it in the oven and you melt it. And you guys want a crowd pleaser? Well, unless you got healthy people at the table, uh, who anti-sugar people, let's say, um, you can you can make candied yams. If you need the recipe, let me know. You can also always find simple recipes uh, on Google. So there's a good thing. Why don't you guys celebrate Thanksgiving this year? I know we can't get together with a lot of people, but uh, hey, why not get together with a small group of family members and celebrate this holiday and tell them, hey, I'm thankful for you. But you know what? Now that we're talking about menus, I thought about it. My family is Italian-American. So on our menu, we had lasagna. Uh, we had some members of the family who married into the family who were Jewish. So we had a very traditional Jewish matzo ball soup. Uh, so there, there really is no right or wrong menu. There are just some things that are traditional. And then if you're Polish, well, maybe you have pierogies. And if you're uh, German, maybe you add sausages. So you, you know, you can always go with the traditional stuff and then you kind of add whatever you want. And a little bit later on, as I said, I'll tell you guys, uh, as I usually do in the bonus part, all about my personal experiences uh, growing up as a kid and celebrating Thanksgiving in the United States. And, uh, oh, another interesting trivia uh, fact about the first Thanksgiving. Uh, it was supposedly, it was eaten with spoons. Spoones cuchara and knives. Now, what's missing? ¿Qué falta? Forks. No forks. Well, you know why? Uh, forks weren't even introduced to the pilgrims until 10 years later. So, that's interesting. I didn't know that a fork became a popular utensil uh, 10 years, a decade after spoons and knives. And when I think about it, but don't farmers, don't pilgrims have pitchforks? Pitchforks are what you use to move the hay, eno o paja. Oh, and how can I forget? I'm talking about the main meal. I'm talking about all the different courses. But you know, one of my favorite parts, leftovers. That's right, folks. Oh, los restos, las sobras, whatever you call them, I love them. Leftovers. There's nothing like a nice turkey sandwich the next day with some gravy. Oh, how could I forget about the gravy? Esta salsa del pavo de la carne. Oh, is anybody here getting hungry? Hmm, man. Oh, and... We're talking about food. I'm almost forgetting about what's on TV. And what's on TV? Well, the parade, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I hope you guys tune in, especially now with streaming. I don't know if they're going to have it this year. It's interesting. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, it's famous for its giant floats. Uh, floats are these big balloons that float. Ah, me encanta cuando las cosas tienen sentido. Uh, but uh, this parade started in 1924. And yes, they didn't have any floats yet, but they did have something a little bit wackier, un poco más loco. Uh, and they had animals from the Central Park Zoo. Uh, so I don't want to rain on your parade. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, sorry. Okay, bad joke, but I wanted to teach you this idiom, this idiomatic expression. To rain on someone's parade is amargarle la fiesta, right? To rain on someone's parade. So uh, the parade, it's a, it's a major part of Thanksgiving and also the football games that are on TV. And I'll tell you all about that, as I said, uh, in the bonus part of the show. Remember, that's for patrons exclusively but if you guys are considering or you're interested or you like the podcast and you want to hear the second part just out of curiosity let me know i'd be more than happy to share it with you just to see what you think in exchange for some feedback all right and uh, we'll end this part of the podcast talking about the controversy Uh, there's a lot of controversy around this holiday as well just like columbus day um the holiday holiday is viewed by some, uh, you know, again, I'm trying to show all different angles here, but some people think it's a a celebration of the conquest of Native Americans by colonists. And uh, so, you know, they, they don't see it as a friendly feast, as we said before. And many also accuse the holiday, like many holidays, of cultural appropriation, which is a big word, a buzzword that you'll see in the media these days. Uh, Another way we could say it too is whitewashing, you know, putting a white, a Caucasian spin on everything. Um, Look it up. Uh, Hollywood is always accused of whitewashing. So like any holiday, uh, it's not without its controversy. You know, you'll have people who are protesting, but you know what? I know maybe some people had slaves and other people, and and you know what? I think that's horrible. Uh, But uh, the reason I said I celebrate Thanksgiving is just because sometimes, unfortunately, we need to be reminded that we have so much to be thankful and grateful for. So let's try and remember that, not just, uh, you know, today and and on Thanksgiving, but uh, all throughout the years. Guys, thank you so much for being here on this episode of FYI. Bye.